0: We're so bad at these weird, awkward interludes. Okay. Um but now that's our signature. You happy know. Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. September 25th. Connie paid rent, but I haven't yet. Yeah. Because I get paid tomorrow, so we'll do that later. <laughs> and I have my first day of big girl job. Yay! Wow, did you hear that sentence? <laughs> first day of big girl job. Luckily, it's not in grammar. Yeah, (laughs) luckily I don't talk that much. (laughs) No, she just stabs people with needles. Yeah, pretty much. And gives them the flu vaccine. How exciting. Exhilarating. Protecting one... What? what, Protecting New York City one person at a time. I know. Today, Juno texted me like, you go save a life one vaccine at a time. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm really not doing much, but okay. (laughs) Also, apparently she had poor technique yeah like i gave this guy a shot today and then okay because you know why the person who trained me was like oh when you give them a shot tell them to take a deep breath in and then you do it when they're taking a deep breath because they focus so much on like breathing sometimes so Uh it's a good distraction so i'll like do it and then as he was he took a deep breath out i guess he like muscle moved or i don't know something and then literally the needle just popped out and i was like (laughs) I was like, oh my! I'm. Sometimes they twitch too. Have you seen? Yeah, I saw the twitching anyone? today. <laughs> I was like, and then after all I finished crashed. the twitching, he was like, "Is it like supposed to be a little sore?" And I'm like, "Yeah." yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then my head, I was like, "Yeah," because I freaking saw your muscle twitch. But then yeah, the other guy it just like popped out, and I was like, "I'm so sorry," and I just immediately stuck back it it? in.
1: Did you? He know, see I think it? he was
0: just confused, but then obviously he's gonna you feel understand- it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was just like, "I'm sorry," and I stuck in him again. <laughs> Oh, God. A lot of times I just, I used to talk through it and be like, oh, so like, (laughs) how's the mother doing? I try, but then there's so many of them that just sit there, like, clenching. Yeah. And I'm like, you need to relax. Okay. Anyways, we're, uh, we're, yeah, this isn't even the topic. We digress. So, Connie, you can introduce the topic of today. Oh, I spilled toothpaste on my shirt. (laughs) Um, um, okay. Well, Okay, I don't really know how we started talking about this, but one day I was like, "Angela, we should do a podcast on personality, because I think we have similar personalities." Mm-hmm. But I was telling Angela, because we were talking about like extroverted and introverted people, and I was like, "Well, I feel like we're both extroverted, but I think Angela is like born oh. was born an extrovert, okay. whereas for me." Honest. I think I became an extrovert through circumstances that I was placed in, if that makes sense. Like, I think going into college, I was an introvert. And really? then up until now, I became an extrovert. Yeah. So how are we defining um, extrovert and introvert. introvert? Okay. Because I feel like everyone has their own That's definitions true. of it. And everyone's always like, like oh, I'm so... You can so- be an extrovert and introvert and introverted extrovert. Yeah. Which I mean, like, I agree to an extent, but then... At some, some, I mean, everything is circumstantial, right? Like, yeah, where, which environment you're placed in, who you're placed around, mm. and of course there are going to be situations where you don't want to socialize. Like, that doesn't yeah, make you of course like a, I'm introverted. You know what I think it is? I think for me, it's like, I th- see it as an extrovert. You genuinely get your energy and your what rejuvenation you from being around other people. Versus introverts really, really need their... They feel more replenished and refreshed being alone. I mean, I understand people saying that. But so I don't understand what that means. Yeah. Like, so in like, a sense, like, draw okay. energy from other people. So, example. Last week, I was home alone by myself a lot because I have nothing to do <laughs> Tuesday through Saturday. Because I only have class once a week. And when I'm by myself, I get really sad and then I overthink, uh-huh. and I get lazy, and I I feel like I go, I fall into this snowball of all these negative qualities. Then I think, I feel the same way when I'm alone. I right. feel lonely. But <laughs> when I'm with people, yeah. even if it's with one other person, I feel a lot more energized. Yeah. At first, I might be hesitant to be like social, yeah, or to like hang out with people. Or when people make after I've been alone for a period of time, and someone's like, "Do you want to do something? I tend to be like. Uh, no, if Because you... I'm so in my head about like, oh, I'm just like alone and I don't care and I'm oh, so lazy you... and like this and that. But once I'm actually physically surrounded by other people, yeah. I feel like my mood immediately changes yeah. too. Okay, And that's what I mean by your energy from other people. Like I feel like I feed off of other people's mm-hmm. energy when, they're, when okay. I'm around them. So you identify as an extrovert? Because of that, yes. Yeah. Okay, same. I don't know if I have any introverted qualities yeah I don't, think you do. <laughs> I don't think I do. Either. I hate being alone not no it's not that I hate being. Alone. I feel like ever since I moved to New York, I made a conscious effort to be more independent in the sense that I should be okay with being alone mm-hmm. and so that's I think that's why I think that's what I like New York um to do something like that because it's so easy to hop on a train alone and just wander around a new, a new, um, like, borough or a new, what are they called? (laughs) Like, village? I don't know. Neighborhood? Yeah, sure. (laughs) Village? I don't know. Okay. Um, but for the most part, I like being with people. And Mm -hmm. so... And I like making plans, and I like catching up with people. And I also really like, like, having one-on-one catch-ups sometimes. Yeah, so, and I was just going to say... like, huge groups, usually. Yeah, yeah. I think there's some people who love being in huge groups, and some people who like individual human interactions, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I think I'm more of, like, an individual person. Okay. But then, so you were saying that you used to be introverted? Yes. What... So, Dang. in the sense where I really liked being alone, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I guess it's not really extroverted, introverted. Okay, let me just try to unscramble what I'm like thinking. middle school, high school, so i I always liked attention. i'll be straight up like as a child i would be like oh i never liked attention oh really well as a child i don't remember i feel like in like i liked being acknowledged how sad (laughs) but i think i was shy because i was we talked about this oh we didn't talk about this because that podcast got erased but um (laughs) i know wounds we're still bitter about it but i grew up in a predominantly white Jewish area. Uh-huh. And I was the only Korean Christian girl. Oh, okay. And so, I didn't. I think I didn't really like the... I would just wanted to blend in, basically. Yeah, 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 You know? And I think I... I still think I have this quality now. I find people that I can get along with. And mm-hmm. if I'm friends with, and I'll cling on to them. And I won't right. go outside of that, that bubble. Okay, um, and, and because of that, I feel, unless it was with those people, I didn't really like being around people. Does that make sense? In high school? Unless I was really comfortable with you. Okay. And I was friends with you. It's like I didn't really like interacting with other people. So do you think just simply the setting of college made you break out of that? Yeah. Simply being in, like, the dorms and, and like having college, to meet people. I think in college, it's such a... It's a good environment where everyone's like, this is your college, your four years. like You should you really make the have most to take advantage. It. Yeah, and yeah. you need to take advantage, and you should join this club, and you should do this, and you should meet people. And for me, moving to another state, I was like, hmm. It's hard, though, because in the same way, I had the same thing. I had to push myself to meet new people initially, but then once I found my group of friends, yeah. it was hard to expand from that. I mean, I feel like that can be said of any large college experience. Mm-hmm. you know like because a school like ucla was so huge it's easy to fall through the cracks you know and yeah. so you had to make the most of it yourself you had to actively go out and find your group right and so i know a lot of people who didn't like ucla at first because or any uc or any public school because it was so big and no one's going to force you to socialize mm-hmm. so you have to take the initiative to. You know, walk down Brewing Walk and actually go to, you know, info nights and somehow immerse yourself that way. Just because there's so many different options that no one's going to come looking for you. Mm-hmm. So you have to go looking for them. Right. So that, you think that's what really made you break out of your little... I think it was the doorway to breaking out and then my gap year was like the push off the cliff. Ah, you mentioned that. Right, because my gap year... For those of you that don't know, I moved to DC and I lived with my sister. Um, And it was hard because suddenly I had no friends Mm because I wasn't in LA anymore, but I also wasn't in Florida anymore. So I didn't have my childhood friends. Mm -hmm. So I had no friends. I was trying to figure out Mm -hmm. what to do with my life, apply to school. Should I work? How long is this gap year going to be? Just figuring out all of that. And on top of that, it was readjusting to being with family again too mm-hmm. you know and so it was almost restarting everything like finding a new friend group finding like work and things to do day to day finding a church to get plugged into and for a period of time i just didn't do anything mm-hmm. cuz obviously it's hard and it's scary to jump into those things again but I hit a point where I was just like, I'm so lonely and I'm happy and I need to move on. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I felt so sad that I didn't have my LA friends. And this is when me and Juba started doing long Mm distance. So I was like, I don't even have Juba like physically here. Like everything that I had for the past four years suddenly changed. Yeah. And on top of that, I don't have what I had the 18 years before those four years in Florida. And so I... That's when I was like, either I need to push myself to socialize more and make new friends and be uncomfortable and really enjoy being around people, or I'm never going to... I'm not going to... I'm going to hate having this year here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Wow. And it took me six months to realize that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. But I think through that, and then that carried over to my perspective of being in New York too for school. In terms of how much effort you have to put into like establishing new friendships. Yeah, and, and it was different in New York s- though because I came in with school and it's easy when you have It's easy when It's, it's easier when you have something like school, something structured that makes you Right. And yeah. you I came in knowing like Olivia who was going to be my roommate and you know, I had people I knew that mm-hmm, I could go to, mm-hmm. but then that's why I also Remember I told you like I hit a point last year too where I was like I need to go beyond just like the school environment yeah. that i have not that it's not enough but it's also it's so right it's so like it's know, such I'm a ready. bubble like it's i feel like it's not reflective of what's possible right and i think my kind of eagerness to find like a church and make friends through church or go to work and do something right. outside of school that also reflected how I craved more interactions with, like, people. Oh, that's really interesting because I am just as extroverted, if not more, I feel like, I guess we were saying. I feel like you're more extroverted. Than as you, um, but I don't- I feel like there's no- I get as much energy from whatever friend- regardless of whether they're from school or they're... Oh, I mean, me but too, but I... I don't feel the need to, like, go outside. Maybe it's just, like, a background thing. Maybe. In the sense And that I think for me, it's always, like, I had multiple facets in my life, too. Like, I never mm, just had school. I right, would always, right. like, at least have, like, a church. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would have... No, that makes sense. You know? Um, do you... Shifting gears... Because we... Me and Connie talk a lot about... The Myers-Briggs personality uh-huh. types. Um, shout out to my friend Ting, who's obsessed with them. Oh, really? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you Ting's told me that. Ting's obsessed with it because she's always like, oh, what's your type? What's your personality type? And then when I tell her, she's like, oh, I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> so I'm an ESFJ. I've been ESFJ since. Of course since... you would be because that's what I am. Is it really? No, I'm. Yeah, I'm really? an ESFJ. Oh, I thought you were something else. No. Oh, okay, this makes a lot and of like sense. it's, like, a really basic one to be. I It apparently. really is. Okay, so I've been it since, like, high school. Because we took it, we took these uh, tests okay, for, like, leadership changed. potential and stuff. Yeah. Oh, no, mine's been the same. And um, I've always been in between F and T. Because T, like, F is more mm. feeling. Like, you Wait, more, really? emo- oh, I mean, more emotional-based decision-making. What But then T is supposedly more, like, Logical thinking. More logical, more like scientific. Right. Yeah. And so I can think scientific. Yeah. You can. But then I also have some emotion based. Right. Which funny because I, I took it once and I got ninety percent F. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> that makes so much sense if you know Connie. <laughs> but I, I okay. think I was I think I'm like 50-50 T and F, but I'm like sixty percent E. Okay. Like sixty percent S maybe higher maybe like 80% S sense okay so if you need a brief rundown yeah I was just gonna say E and I I is extrovert versus introvert Mm -hmm. S and N is sensing versus intuition Mm -hmm. so sensing is more you take in like little details and then you make your decision based off of the evidence that is presented to you Mm -hmm. while intuition is you go with your gut It's like, I think, so like even if your gut contradicts what is being presented to you, you still go with your gut. Mm -hmm. And then F versus T is feeling versus thinking. That's pretty straightforward. And then the last one is J versus B. So judging versus perceiving. Judging is people who need itineraries and who clean their rooms (laughs) and are very structured while perceiving is very go with the flow, see how I'm feeling the day of. Mm-hmm. And, like, does it need to follow a specific plan? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I forgot where I was going with this. Oh, so I've always been the same personality. And it's really interesting to talk to people like my friend, Tang, who are so into these personality types. Because sometimes you're you get along with people exactly like you, like me and Connie, for example. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you mesh really well with people completely opposite of you. Um, even though you guys are completely, I guess it's because it's kind of like opposite your because mm-hmm. what you lack, someone else provides and yeah, because it would make sense if you're so, if you're so similar, like if me and you clashed because we are all, we're both so like judging, like we're both very planning. Mm-hmm. And so if our plans don't get along with each other, then yeah. it would make sense that we would possibly conflict over that. But um I forgot how I was going with this. I don't know. So you've always been... he's just staring at me. Sorry. But um I always I just think it's really interesting to look at it because you can when you're traveling with someone or when you're just spending time with someone, you can really see um how different you guys are mm-hmm. or how similar you guys are. And so I have a lot of friends who are introverted. I think, Mm -hmm. but I've, I have one really good friend back from high school who's, who's super, super introverted. And she once told me like, it's easy being a friend with me. (laughs) I'm just like patting myself. No, it sounds like I'm like gloating, but she's, she's like, it's easy being a friend with you because I'm so extra, I, Angela, am so extroverted, but (laughs) she herself was so introverted that like, um. Like when we first met in high school, whatever, when we were like 14, she didn't feel like she had to, she could just be herself because Mm -hmm. I bet it was just me talking the whole time (laughs) and she could just like take it in. Yeah. And I mean, 10 years later, we're still friends. So I guess it's just kind of how you establish a friendship at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Um, But... I don't know. I think also my cousin that I grew up with, she's a year older than me, and she was like the older sister that I would always fight with. She's completely opposite of me. So I'm like ESFJ. She's INTP. And I think growing up, we clashed so much because we were so different. But then I think I've learned a lot from interacting with her Mm -hmm. and how to interact with people who are so opposite of me. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so she's still irks me to no end but it like Uh helped me in the long run because when i encounter other people that are so different from me i know how to deal with it better yeah 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 and she was like the extreme opposite exactly yeah that's so interesting that you were always an esfj what were you before so I didn't really know about Myers-Briggs until college. Mm. It was like one of those like late nights where you're studying, mm-hmm. quote unquote, and you're just taking these kinds of personality tests right. with your friends. So first I was ISFJ. Okay. And then I took it again, like halfway through college and I'd be, and then I was, I, I was INTJ, I think. Really? Yeah. It was like 50, S and N. Oh my gosh. She changed a lot. And then I took it again another time, and I totally changed. I was, like, ESFP or something. Really? Yeah. So I took it—I This was I think it was, like, end of college. And I, I was would like, not oh, random. I was like— Peg you for a P ever. ESFP. Because I think—yeah. No, I agree. I'm definitely a more scheduled person. Like, I just—I told you literally the other day, I love my planner. Yeah, <laughs> she, those were—those were—, those were exact words that were but i do have days where i'm just like you know what i'm feeling this like why don't i do this but i do that more when i'm just by myself i see um not when my plans revolve around other people but then i took it again and then i was esfj when was the last time you took it i think in dc oh okay so recently yeah i kind of want to take it again yeah side note i remember my senior year it was like, two weeks before graduation, and we were taking... It was one of those, like you said, late nights where Mm -hmm. we were like, oh, let's see what our personality types are. Yeah. And, of course, I was still ESFJ, and all of the um, suggested professions were, like, very social ones, obviously. And so it was, like, a teacher or a nurse. Mm -hmm. And so it makes sense that both of us went into nursing because it's such a social profession, and it's such a, like, you need to be a people person. Like, mm-hmm. there's... Not that nurses aren't introverted, but it's just easier if you can create that rapport and that bond with your patient so that they trust you. Yeah. Um, and then, like, you have... Like, on the same note, it's if you are more emotionally based, mm-hmm. which sometimes isn't great, but it just is another way to connect with your patient. Right. Um, and then you have to be pretty organized to yeah. be a nurse so there's the jet the, the, the j oh, yeah the it's judging. funny because allison who's also a nurse my friend from undergrad mm-hmm. is she also she's esfj yeah or she was when we took it in college yeah um it's so funny you remember jessica suharjo uh-huh. she is also esfj uh-huh. but she's gonna be a dentist yeah and she was like wait like why isn't dentist on, <laughs> on the recommended professions? She's like, Angela's becoming a nurse. Like, that makes sense. Why doesn't mine make sense? Oh, but, That makes sense. I feel like any healthcare professional. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. She's fine. She'll be fine. Except maybe doctors would be more like T than F. Maybe. I mean, what are you looking at? We have banana bread in the oven. Oh, we still have a couple minutes. Okay. Don't worry. Like um uh, but yeah i just thought it was interesting that we take really it. your circumstances i guess that also comes with how you perceive it as an individual
1: Perceive either what? your
0: circumstances can force you mm. into situations to kind of like change your personality or do you think that's something that can actually happen what do you mean can you can a person actually change their personality, or do you think it's something inherent? I think someone can change their personality, like actively so. If you think, oh, I want to be this, but would it? I guess you could. Cause okay, in the simple sense, like we're talking about introverts and extroverts. I think if you were an introvert and you were like, you know what, I want to be more extroverted. There's practical things you can do to be more. extroverted. Right, but does that actually make them an extrovert? It could. Really? Because I feel like that's what happened to me. Because I feel like you're forcing yourself into something that isn't natural to you. But then that's what I'm saying, like so if your circumstance, like in my circumstance, um, I felt like I had to force myself to yeah. be uncomfortable and then now it's kind of Okay. I appreciate it. And it's like that. Along the same line. You could have gone the opposite way and just been like, I should be mate you could have taught yourself to be content. Yeah. With that's what I was gonna say like, too. Like do you either Continue on how you are? Yeah. Or do you change how you are? Mm, That's true. You can either change yourself or you can change your circumstance. Yeah. That makes sense. Deep. (laughs) Was it? (laughs) (laughs) Um. So that was a while of me and Connie talking about how extroverted we are. I don't know. I don't think I could ever be introverted. I just don't like... I don't know. And I think before too. What else is an too, introverted? Can no, I it's also you? just like I do have. I like times wh- where I'm by myself. Yeah, that's. I think um, that's true of anyone, regardless of. But I think I I desire it less and less. Oh. I used to want more alone time more frequently, but I feel like now, maybe it's just because I have roommates. And I'm constantly surrounded by people too. Mm -hmm. like I'm never really alone would you ever live in a studio by yourself I don't think I could do it I don't (laughs) think I could do it either I really couldn't oh she's taking out the uh, banana bread bread. you know what I also thought we should have put chocolate chips in it I don't know if you could hear that but do we have chocolate chips I think I do oh man we should have okay is it almost done is it done I think so we're trying to do fun fall activities and I guess this is on the list. Banana bread. Banana bread. Um, but yeah, I think that was probably really. Loud. Is the oven off? Yeah. Mm. Yes. <laughs> um, I think that I personally couldn't live in a studio because mm-hmm. I would be lonely. Yeah, exactly. No, <laughs> I agree. I don't think I could do it either. Like even on weekends where you're gone, I just like lay in bed and I think who can I bother today? (laughs) And I send out all these texts to hang out with people. (laughs) But I think in that way, you're better at continuously being surrounded by people Mm. than me. Because I'd rather change my circumstance than myself. Yeah. Right? I mean, but then, that said, there are also days where I'm just like, oh, maybe today I'll listen to a bunch of podcasts while walking around the city. Yeah. Like, that's happened before. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just not as frequent yeah I have to be in like a specific mood right but when I, I I realize when I'm really stressed out or I'm really homesick or I'm like really in a down mood I have to be with people mm-hmm. like that's when I really don't want to be alone I think that might uh, I was gonna say that might be true of a lot of people but not introverts I guess yeah not necessarily. maybe for introverts it's more like I'd rather be alone exactly so Kind of like, take it in, yeah. relax, start over. Right, exactly. It's just something that I, my brain doesn't work that way, so I wouldn't right. really understand the perspective. Yeah. But you know what's interesting, now that I'm thinking about it, which I don't know if we'll know the answer to, just throwing this topic out I there. I feel like this topic, just simply because we have the exact same personality, like, we're such a one-sided opinion yeah yeah so we really should have had someone who was like completely opposite of us but i don't know who's someone who's completely opposite of us because all of our friends are similar to us like if anything i feel like the most someone could be opposite of us is like introverted or extroverted i don't know like i think it'd be one of those letters oh that's different than us as opposed to having all four like three different where it would be really contrasting? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I feel like even three letters is pretty different. Yeah, but I don't even know anyone. Who I feel be. like t- my friend Ting is. <laughs> oh, we have you met Ting? I know we should have watched Ting. If you ever met Ting, she's very like airy, like not airheaded, but she's just very airy, <laughs> and she goes with the flow, and she is always down for anything, and she hates making decisions, so she always agrees with everyone else, and. She is quieter unless she gets really, really excited. So she's a little more introverted when you first meet her. But then she's completely opposite of me in that sense. I need, like, in for me to make an informed decision, it needs to be informed, right? And she's just always like, let's just go with this. It's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then I told you when we traveled, she never planned. Yeah. It was always we had to tell her what to do. And so I feel like. She's pretty opposite. She's at least, I N, and P. I don't know if she's. She's more feeling than thinking. I think, but she's a nurse so... But, right? Mm. She's she's completely opposite. I feel in most. Yeah, I don't really know anyone that's like completely opposite. Yeah. Um. I think it'll be interesting. It's, this is a topic that it will be interesting to revisit every couple years because, like you said, you've changed so so often yeah in what five short years mm-hmm. and i've basically stayed the same yeah and i don't know if that says anything about me or about the situations i've been placed in or the the settings that i choose to place myself in mm-hmm. but i guess it's just natural for me to try to put myself in environments where i feel comfortable right yeah. but then i don't think we always have control about that that's true You know, like even, so you're saying like, even if there are situations where you do feel comfortable, maybe it just happened that you've always been comfortable. Exactly. Yeah. Or maybe it's just saying something about how I'm so unwilling to take risks. Mm. You know, like I could have been somewhere else or made different decisions, you know, but because I'm so used to what is safe, Mm. maybe I'm just naturally inclined to choose that. Because Mm -hmm. I know it'll be safe. Yeah. But that says less about my personality and more about my risk-taking. But then, do you think your risk-taking plays a part in your personality? Or your personality plays a part in your risk-taking? Uh, I guess so. Because sometimes it's like I'm coming from a practical, quote-unquote, or logical angle. Mm. And so, from a logical angle, it doesn't make sense to take risks. Right? And if I go with a sensible choice, then I won't take the risky one. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. It kind of goes hand in hand. Yeah, I think that's why more and more recently too, I've been really into the idea of solo traveling. Hmm. It's scary mm-hmm. because not even like a personality thing. It's just like, like real realistic. What like if I get it is. kidnapped or like? Yeah. If if I go somewhere that's. I, I don't know. The world is so dangerous these days. It's a scary thought, you it know? It is, but you just have to be well-prepared. Right. And I feel like you wouldn't, in, you know, you wouldn't embark on something without preparing yourself. I know. So I don't think it's impossible. I know a lot of people who have done solo traveling. No, me too. Yeah. So I think I would want to. Yeah, you totally should. That being said, I don't think I would ever do it. Really? I mean, at this point right now, no. I'm too scared. Okay, if... Well, because for me too, it's like not if I'm honestly speaking, it's not really practical for me right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you had a situation where everything worked out job-wise, you didn't have to worry about money, Mm -hmm. you didn't have to worry about anything else, and you had the opportunity to just go on a solo trip, Mm -hmm. would you do it? I'm already thinking, like, where would it be? And during what time of year would it be? You know, like, I'm already... No, it's just, like, right now, everything's all set. Would I go alone? You don't have to worry about anything outside, in your outside life. Right. Like, yeah, you're working, but don't worry about your job. Don't worry about, like, your family. Don't worry about anything. Would you go? I feel like I would have to talk myself into doing it, but I would do it. You would just be, like, hesitant at first. I would be hesitant at first, but then I would cite all of the people that have already done it and had amazing (laughs) experiences and be like, are you laughing because I just use the word cite? Like, cite my references. And also, I can imagine you, like, calling up all your friends that went on solo trips being like, okay, so what did you do? Where did you go? How did you stay? So how did you pick that place? How did did you plan that? Okay, so what do you think I should do? Okay, so you think I should, I can already imagine you doing that. I literally would do that. Yeah, you would. I already have three people in my mind that I would follow <laughs> When you said cite, I'm like, no, she would literally cite it. <laughs> so I think at the end of the day, I would do it, but I would have to hyper prepare Yeah. for it because I think it is an invaluable experience, mm-hmm. but I would just have to, I, I couldn't jump into it mm-hmm. and be spontaneous about it because mm-hmm. I would be scared shitless. Yeah. Cause ultimately I think that's one of my biggest flaws. What? Being scared. scared. Yeah. I think everyone's scared. Yeah. But I think like I'm almost irrational about it sometimes. What are you scared about then? Like getting jumped. Oh. <laughs> like things like that. I oh, guess yeah. that's not irrational. That's pretty rational. Oh no, right? um yes. <laughs> Have you read the news lately? <laughs> right? Oh man, okay. <laughs> no yeah. Do some soul searching. I know. I really want to. Like the El Camino trail my dad did. It's like this five-week trail that you walk in Spain and Ooh-hoo. you start in France. Is it like a pilgrimage? Kind of. Like a religious thing? Because mm-hmm. my aunt did that. No? I don't think so. I think people oh. just go. Oh, okay. Um, it's a five-week... He did for it five alone? Weeks. No, he went with a friend. Oh, okay. Um, But I know... Like... In this hypothetical situation that I created for ourselves where we don't have to worry about anything, because I also mm-hmm. know my parents would never send me alone yeah. anywhere, but I think I would do that. You know, maybe, I would like go walk by myself for I five I feel weeks. like our, our, our parents might surprise us in their age, you know, like with the wisdom that they've gained in their maturity. I think that if we presented like a reasonable plan to them, mm-hmm. they might surprise us. My friend Tiff, yeah, before she moved to London, like after college before work, she did a backpacking trip in Southeast Asia. Like, I think she hit Burma and I think she hit Thailand and everything. Uh-huh. And she literally had nothing but herself in a backpack. Oh my god! And she told her parents, She was like, I know my parents are gonna hate me, but I'm just gonna do it because uh-huh. that's the type of girl she is. Like, they were like, Okay. So they surprised her, and, we're, and she was like, "Oh, okay. Aren't you afraid I'm gonna die?" <laughs> yeah, I obviously my she's fine. At that point, yeah. Yeah. Okay. No. Tiff. Well, Tiff is also very different from us in that sense. She's always been independent. Yeah. So, like straight from college, she was an international student, so yeah, she had to find. Just not, just back to personalities. Her personality is a lot more chill than ours. But also, I think that one—it's not really about being chill or not. It's more like I feel like we're pretty independent. Uh huh. But we just still value like we still kind of have to factor in our parents. How well do you do in a crisis? Like what kind of crisis? Like in a a crisis. In a crisis, if you're traveling alone Uh and like your transportation falls through or your housing falls through, like. How well would you be able to, like, find a backup plan, you know? Not a backup plan, but an alternate plan. Like, would you be okay with everything, like, going shit, and you would just... Probably not, but then See what we... Saying? Okay, but in that situation, who would ever just be like, that's totally fine? Uh, a lot of people, actually. But Depending they would be that chill On their personality. It, they'd be Everyone like, would have an initial reaction, like... Damn, well that, that sucks. sucks yeah but then you would pick yourself up and just keep going i feel like that's easier said than done but also don't you think if you're the type of person where you're like i'm gonna have this this and this and hyper plan don't you think you would already have a backup plan well no but i i also feel like i'll have to be like the girl on the side of the road crying because <laughs> i have nowhere to look that night <laughs> i'm not gonna lie know. that would be me i don't i think i'd cry and then i'd go around trying to speak someone else's language and i would just hope that they would take pity on the crying girl i think i would genuinely have maybe like 10 minutes of like uh uh-oh what do i do and have like a freak out and be like you know what whatever i'm just gonna have to figure it out yeah yeah i mean i would reach that point eventually but i would it would suck (laughs) Just let me cry for a little bit, and then I figure it out. So then, do you obviously, think you... I'm not gonna sleep on the streets, like but... no, yeah. Or I don't know. I think maybe I'm sure it'd be different if I was actually in it. Yeah. But right now, I'm kind of just like, yeah, it would suck, but yeah. I just don't like when things aren't planned because I feel like that happens a lot. Yeah, I'm just sure in that. life too. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's true. Maybe I need some like crisis management skills. Or maybe you're just a lot more J than I am. That might be it. Because it's like, even though we're the same, we can be different percentages of all these things, you know? because it's a spectrum. And also, disclaimer, these might not even be real tests that we've taken. Yeah. You know? Like, people can just just make it up. I also think that, like, considering how big these personality tests are, you... Often see what you want to see.
1: Like what do you mean?
0: I think it's easy to tailor your answers to the test. You know what's easy to tailor? Segwaying love language tests. Okay. I'm Good. sorry. I don't mean to like totally change it, but the, have, you've taken the love languages, oh, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, would you rather get it's a high so... five or go on a trip? Obviously, <laughs> everyone would pick a trip. <laughs> So that's not a question on the love language. No, it is. Some of them are like, would you rather get a high or would you rather get a gift? So I think you're supposed to take the test without any knowledge of what the love languages are. Because if you took, like, obviously those questions are weird, but you would just pick the one that is obvious to you. There's some that are like, oh, like, what shows more, um, like, thoughtfulness? You yeah. Know? No, they, I get those. Yeah. But I'm saying some of them are really like some well, I mean because I the know. the physical touch aspect hard to is hard. It's <laughs> hard. Yeah. Cuz whatever like some people something so drastic. When they put it in those situations cause Yeah. I feel like towards the end of the test they try to make it more extreme so you mm, pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But some of them are just like I I know the test is about you just picking what you believe, but then sometimes I read into it, and I'm like, well, like, realistically, how would would you want this over this? So, I mean, but that's also your belief. I I have some friends that are like, I love gifts. (laughs) I was like, well, good for you for admitting that. (laughs) No, I mean, gifts is fine, but I'm just saying some of them are so... Yeah, they're really blatant. But I mean... Yeah, like, I feel like it almost makes... Kind of is like a duh. Of course, I would pick this. Sometimes, like I feel like the test kind of like, but it's makes a duh it to obvious. you. I don't know. No, I'm not saying like duh. Everyone has to pick the same I mean, answer as me. Yeah, but but the test there's only so much that you can ask for the love languages. You know because they're so specific. Yeah. So how many love lang- are there? Five. There's five. Um, physical touch. Gifts gifts words of affirmation acts of service quality time okay i have to look up what mine are because i took it a while ago what's yours mine is number one quality time number two i think it was oh for me these change too i think number two the one i remember the most Is words of affirmation, and then acts of service, and then gifts and touch. Okay. Mine was... So yours was time, words, acts of service, Mm -hmm. gifts and touch. Mine is quality of time. Mm -hmm. Second is acts of service. Mm -hmm. But that's tied with words of affirmation. Okay. And then touch and gifts. Mm. So we're like honestly though i feel like most people have those three as their top three like not gifts, always well gifts and touch are just so i have some friends whose gifts literally gifts is number one, one. <laughs> okay yeah maybe i'm just very okay or some people have physical touch pretty high which i guess i take back my previous statement because then for those people <laughs> it's not they would rather get a high five exactly. than go on a, go on a trip which is fine. Yeah, that is fine. But also, I don't. That's such a weird contrast. I feel like you wouldn't put those together. But okay. Um. Yeah, it's it's so. I remember my friend who sent me the love language test she mm-hmm. to, like told me to and told me to do it. I took a picture of my results and sent it to her, and she was like, "Oh, I knew yours is quality of time." And I was like, "Wait, what do you mean?" And she was like, "That's just who you are. You know, like yeah. like we were talking about earlier. I really like one on ones. Like." as opposed to group because like the title says it's the quality of the time it's not the amount of time mm-hmm. right and so um i just thought that was really interesting when she said that she was like you're very obviously quality of time because of those things and mm-hmm. then what was my second one tied with access, service and words acts of service and words of affirmation that makes sense i guess Yeah. It's like, if someone does something for you, also, this is a side note, but I think like in Asian American culture, um, it's like love and kindness aren't shown with words that much Mm -hmm. in terms of like, oh, I love you. I'm proud of you. Yeah. It's in how they, like, I'm talking about parents, right? Uh Like it's in how your parents show it, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, this isn't really true for me, but people would always say, you know, my parents would always just bring me food and ask like if I've eaten because their greatest way of showing that they care about you is by making sure you're well fed yeah um and so like acts of service I think I really value that because of the way I was brought up you know and because I was like spoiled and so my parents would do things for me or like make my brother (laughs) do things with me podcast title is just gonna be there's just themes In okay likes attention I'm just, and was spoiled <laughs> i'm just connecting our themes okay i'm no, trying to yeah, make it I cohesive know. is our podcast even cohesive yeah no but yeah or i feel like that also changes with who you surround yourself with, or relationships, yeah. or friendships? Right, right. Like I feel like in the beginning, when Jubo and I first started doing long distance, I was very hardcore words of affirmation kind of a person. Hmm. So, I'd be like, "But I just need you to tell me uh, X, Y, and Z." But also, there's two versions of the test. It's like how you give and how you or, no, or no, how no, you no, show no. and how you no wanted. There's two different tests. It's if you're in a relationship or if you're not. So, obviously, I took the one out. <laughs> that sounds so bad. No, I thought, it's like if you're married or if you're No, single. it's just if you're in a relationship or not. But it, if you think about it, it shouldn't be that different. Like, whether you're married or you're in a long-term relationship, like, mm-hmm. it, it's asking you how you show love to your partner versus how you show love to a friend. So, like, it's a romance language versus just, like, a platonic language. So you could have taken it for both because your love languages for your boyfriend might be different from your love languages f- for your friends. I don't remember. No, there's two. I remember. There's two. You should take the other one. Whatever one you took. Maybe I should retake these two. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not an expert on the love language tests. I have no idea. I'm not either. But I did listen to a sermon on how for married couples it's actually really good to know each other's love languages that makes sense because it teaches you a lot about how that person wants to be loved also how they show, show love, right and so i think even it would though i help with conflict resolution yeah so it's like even though i may want words of affirmation juba was very like acts of service mm-hmm. kind of person mm-hmm. so it's just understanding that that's what each other's needs and wants. how are, you show you know? right right And whether or not they're actually receiving it the way that you want them to. Yeah, and I feel like it's good to know with friends, too. Yeah, I think so, too. Hmm. I feel like I used to be better about, like, writing notes for people or bringing somebody like Boba in college. You never brought me Boba. I know you brought me Boba. (laughs) I'm shaking my head. (laughs) But well, you know what I mean? But it doesn't matter because gifts wasn't on their <laughs> list. <laughs> you know what though? I feel like gifts are on my list because who doesn't have gifts on their list? But it's not as But important. I guess it's just like the ranking of it. Right. Like, would you rather have a friend spend quality time with you or just give you a gift? Exactly. In right. Because I was thinking like we would go out for coffee a lot versus buying, pe- buying each other stuff. Yeah. So for your birthday, I'll just take you out for coffee and share quality time with you. (laughs) I don't want... You know, none of these apply to us anymore because I freaking see you every day. (laughs) But you know what's funny? Speaking about quality time, I was talking with a friend in college once. We were talking about the love languages. Mm -hmm. Like back in college. And his number one was not quality time. And I was like, wait, what? Like, you always spend time with people. And he's like, right, but with quality time... It's about you enjoy spending, like, a lot of time with the same people. But I like spending time with individual people. Like, I can't spend a lot of time with the same person over and over again. Isn't that interesting? So he spends, like, a little bit of time spread amongst many people? Or it's like, he would... We had class together, so we would have class and, like, eat lunch. Yeah. But then I wouldn't see him the rest of the week. Oh. And the next day, he would make plans with somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas, like... I feel like someone like us, like we see each other every day. Yeah. But that's like we enjoy like that kind of I time see. with the same people. So his is almost more of a superficial. Not superficial. Oh. Or it's just like more like he. I guess like just. Okay. Spread himself. I out with different People and I that's have why he was like. like that. Yeah, that's why quality time isn't my first. And I was like, that's so interesting. Oh. I didn't think about it like that. Like I automatically assumed quality time was. Just time with just somebody. Spending time with someone but i think but the idea be, of how like how, much time with the same people matters too and how deep like each yeah. like how valuable that time is yeah because you could be spending so much time with someone like at in an environment where you don't have to interact as much mm-hmm. and does that actually count as time yeah. if you're just you know like Sitting around hmm. watching a movie. That's why I feel like watching movies. Like you're not actually spending time with the other person. Yeah, you're not. Because you're, you're just, not getting to know. There's them, no. Yeah. Interacting with exactly. Them. But when you said that, it made me think of that like classic question that little kids think about. Like, would you rather have two best friends or would you rather have like six or seven okay friends? You know. This is a classic question. Though. Yeah, I feel like little kids always ask like, oh, uh-huh. I'd rather have one best friend than ten. Kind of friends, hmm. cause then when I was younger, I was always like, oh, I just want one best friend, but I never really had one best friend. <laughs> I know. I feel like you have multiple best friends. Oh, now that I'm what twenty five, I have different best friends and different from different, from different and different parts of my life. Tying this back to our bridesmaid podcast. It's true. Because, like, I think as a kid, I grew up with my cousins, so I didn't have best friends. I spent so much of my summers and my weekends with my cousins that I didn't have time to have friends. And then in high school, it's just, like, such a bubble where you're Mm -hmm. in all these activities and you're in all these clubs that you're naturally, like... Yeah. Yeah, okay, I have a best friend, whatever. And then college is college is hard to like characterize best friends i think because even in college within college itself there's so many different groups yeah do you think you're extroverted because you had such a big family no because my brother is so introverted but i feel like you're more social with your cousins as opposed to what oh you think like because i was raised with so many cousins my age i was forced to be social oh i was like socialized like really early on or maybe you just like naturally like enjoyed that having a lot of people around you no um maybe i but then i that's why i think it goes back to really just an inherent characteristic of your personality because Yeah, I was raised with a bunch of my cousins. Mm -hmm. But like I was telling you before, I'm closest to my cousin who has a similar personality to me. Uh In the sense that we're both extroverted and very, like, we like being surrounded by people. Yeah. While I have other cousins that I spent just as much time with, if not more. But our personalities were so different. Like, she was so introverted and I was so extroverted that... She is still very introvert, you know, like it's just how she is. Um, and I usually have am the one who has to like drag them out if I want to see them, mm-hmm. you know. And so, even though we were all raised in the same environment, mm-hmm. that's when it really reveals what your personality is. It's like an experiment, kind of honestly, because like growing up, my brother. And, like, the two boys that were his age, they were always just, like, the boys playing sports and, like, breaking things and, Mm -hmm. like, playing video games. And so they would always hang out together. And then I would be thrown in with all the girls my age, Mm -hmm. but the two girls that were more likely to read books in the corner would go read books in the corner while I would, like, run around and talk about school and talk about friends with my cousins who were more likely to be social, right? Mm -hmm. And so... Even among this social experiment of cousins, like, you could filter out different personalities, yeah. even early on. Yeah. So that's why I was asking so much, like, how much of your personality can you change? Because I think it is part of your nature. No, I agree. Yeah. But I think it's also something you can change. Yeah, if you really wanted to. Yeah. Um, but. Which is so interesting. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I think, like I said, we both just have such similar perspectives though, so whatever we say. (laughs) But then the thing is that I think is interesting is like, yeah, we have the same perspectives now. Me and you? Yeah. Yeah. But we came to this personality. If we could Mm. label it and categorize it as a type, we came to this personality type in such different ways. I see. Okay, okay. Oh, okay, okay. So it's like right now, of course, we're very similar. We think similarly, you know? That makes sense. speaking in the current present tense Mm -hmm. to other people, it might be like, oh, yeah, they're just saying what they think now. Yeah. But we came from different ways to get to be ESFJs. Do you know what I mean? Right. Do you think that, like, on the flip side of me, like, growing up in a big family versus you growing up in this environment where you didn't feel, like, what you were saying before, Mm -hmm. where you were a lot shyer Mm -hmm. as a kid, i guess just to go back to the very beginning where you think that i like came to be really extroverted like it was a more direct route right or it's just like i feel like you were always extroverted because um, you said so stuff when you yeah. were little he liked attention yeah, yeah not yeah, a bad yeah. way but it's right, just right, like you know right, you were okay right. being surrounded by okay people and stuff that's true
1: I so feel that's like why we're... I just
0: randomly thought about it that one time. I was like, we should talk about it because I oh. feel like right now we both say we're extroverted mm-hmm. and we wouldn't want to live alone because we're both, right. we would want other people. But five years ago, I would have totally been fine right. living by myself. Mm, okay. You know? I'm so curious if there's, if we know anyone that is extroverted now, but was, no, no, sorry, introverted, introverted now. now, but was more extroverted earlier. Because what, would i'm curious as to what kind of situation would cause that not to say it's bad because i feel like in our society some people are always like oh extroverts have easier lives that's not true i don't think it's true no but it's also just like when you go in for a job interview Mm. like it's easier for an extrovert to talk about themselves Mm -hmm. and to talk about all their experiences and to sell themselves Mm -hmm. while it might be a little more of course, this is me just speaking as an extrovert. I don't know what an introvert goes through during a job interview, right? Mm-hmm. And so while it might be a little more difficult and an introvert might have to push themselves more. Yeah. Or maybe I could be totally wrong. Maybe it's easier because they know themselves so well and they're so introspective that they might present themselves even better. I don't mm-hmm. know. I have no idea. But then, you know, it's weird. Even at the beginning, I was like, yeah, people say there's, like, introverted extroverts, whatever. Mm-hmm. Do you think now we're entering into talking about being social and non-social versus extroverted and introverted? Do you know what I mean? I was like thinking about that while we were talking. I think we have been using it interchangeably. Yeah, I think so. And it's not like he's, yeah, you're right in the sense that they're not the same. Yeah. I think being extroverted can help you be more social. Like it's just naturally more, they're more inclined to be social. think. Yeah. But I think you can be extroverted ah. and still have, like, social anxiety. Or, right. Oh. And I'm sure introverts can be social. Exactly. But that doesn't mean they enjoy it. Right. You know? Right. Wow, the mind. I know. <laughs> I don't know about you, but this whole time I've been trying to, like, think of people in my life and I was like, that's you.
1: No, <laughs> or, like. It just
0: makes, or I feel like this whole time I've been thinking about myself, like, wow. In different your personality changes so much or i feel Mm -hmm. like at least my personality changes so much when you're maybe not drastically but like little parts of it change Mm -hmm. as time goes on i mean like now that i've been working in a professional setting i am so different from i mean i'm sure this is true of everyone but Mm -hmm. i'm so different i'm a lot more quiet i'm a lot more like docile (laughs) Like I don't speak up because I'm not confident. Yeah. Not that I'm like confident around my friends, but it's my friends, In your you know. Day-to-day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know me, walking down the street, pushing people all the way. Listening to podcasts. <laughs> I know who I am. I'm just kidding, I have no idea. But yeah, and then like around my family. Even between like my dad's side of the family and my mom's side of the family, I have different personalities. Mm. I'm, like, because I'm younger on my dad's side of the family, I feel like I'd probably act more mature. Mm. But then on my mom's side of the family, I'm just, like, one out of many niece, nieces in a few, yeah, and nephews. Yeah, you and have so, a lot of people around your age. Yeah. So I'm just, like, one of the other sheep. <laughs> so I blend in a little more. Yeah. Yeah. But then around here, like, around you, I, I'm older, but I don't feel it. Yeah. Because I'm mature. But then around all my other friends who are older than me you act younger I don't you think feel I seem to I I feel the same but all of my friends are just as social as me mm. so it's like It's natural mm-hmm. unless they're not as social as me and they just fake it really well or they're not as social as you but they're friends with you already so they're comfortable so they don't feel like they have to be social right but isn't that every friendship though like every friendship starts off kind of awkward yeah but then at what point does a friendship shift where you don't feel like settle into that yeah (laughs) because me and connie were talking about this a couple days ago where were we and i was like oh man this awkward silence between us it's really palpable (laughs) Okay, I but I was totally kidding, because, like...
1: Oh, I don't remember.
0: What, I know what you mean, but I don't remember where we were. I think we were just shopping or something. No. At Bed Bath & Beyond? Maybe. No. I don't remember. I don't know. This yeah, whole week. Was like, or... wow, this awkward silence. I don't know. What awkward silence? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but there are still awkward silences between friends sometimes, yeah. you know? But also... I guess that all goes, bringing it back, it's like, yes, we have friends that obviously we become comfortable with. yeah. But are we the type of people who will go out of our way to be uncomfortable to make new friends too? Or, you know what I mean? Or do Mm. we just stick with people that we're comfortable with? That is a great question. Who's my newest friend? I don't have any new friends. Literally hashtag no new friends. (laughs) Do you have new friends? (laughs) carry oh that's nice but see i kind of like things like that you like meeting new people not in group settings but individually if i if i meet them first and i feel like oh like we can get along okay that makes sense and i'll like try to like continuously meet up with them one-on-one yeah i like knew who she was i know we have mutual good mutual friends i know she's normal and then from there, you can, like, hang out. Mm-hmm. But that's been a while. I don't have any new friends. I mean, that's not bad. It's just a thing to think about, too. You know. But like, also, in New York, where are you going to meet new people? I mean, in adulthood, when are you going to meet new people? Yeah, exactly. Never. But that's the thing. Then are you a true, extroverted, I have my sociable person if you're going to push yourself to find people to meet? in a time where it's or maybe i'm just lazy and i don't want to actively go out and find people to hang out with when i already have so many established friendships yeah it could be that it's just things different facets to think about different layers of being an introvert i think but also i don't have that urge to meet new people either yeah is that an extroverted thing like people who constantly want to meet new people but isn't a quality that people say of being an extrovert like you like being surrounded by people even if they're not your friends it's just people mm. so couldn't that be a quality of being an extrovert like wanting to meet new people like wanting to expand your social circle then maybe I'm not truly an extrovert all these things to think about cause it's like who knows there's no definition of no, there isn't. to yeah. like, pick and prod That's at your brain true. Do you feel like you want to meet new people? Um, sometimes. And how would you go about doing that? Well, I feel like it's not easier, but I have things like church. And, like, joining, okay. like, a small group and, like, trying to get to meet people and, like, meet friends. Yeah. Or I feel like I would, like, if I really wanted to, I would, like, join a running club or, like, you know, like, some kind of activity thing to do with people. Yeah. I have no desire to do any of that. <laughs> so I don't maybe... want to go to running club? <laughs> <laughs> nope. No, but that's not to say like I right. want that. Right, I'm right, just right. Saying, but like, you could. If I that's how you would do and it. And wanted that desire I would. Right. Okay. Maybe you're just maybe you're more extroverted than I am then maybe you're just more social than i am exactly so is it social or is it extrovert no because then if it really is if we're defining extrovert as being surrounded by people that are regard like regardless of whether they're friends or not Mm -hmm. then that would be you because i like being surrounded by people i know (laughs) but if we're defining extrovert as just being if you just like being surrounded by people that'd be you no, but then if not if they're strangers. No, but like I'm saying, like, duration of time. Like, you can continuously be surrounded by people and have more energy. And you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going to the very basic first definition that I said of like, yeah. if you're an extrovert, you get energy yeah, from yeah, people, yeah, yeah. that'd be you. You know? So, so like, it just really depends on what part of being a quote unquote extrovert or a social person. Okay, so here's uh, an example. Um, I, so my cousin who just got married, Sarah, Mm -hmm. she, when she first brought her boyfriend, now husband, to one of our family gatherings, Mm -hmm. which are extreme, like there's just so many people around there. It's really loud because everyone's talking and screaming at each other because it's Asian. Mm -hmm. And when she brought him to Christmas, which is when it's the largest group of people because everyone comes home for Christmas, she kind of just was like, just threw him out. And was, like, left him to the wolves to oh fend for himself. Gosh. Uh-huh. Like, he d- didn't introduce him to anyone. What? And he was just sitting on the couch with his, like, ginger ale or oh whatever. No. And I was like, Ben, did Sarah, like, introduce you to the cousins, the aunts, or uncles? He was like, no, but I'm okay. Oh. <laughs> and, like, luckily the cousins kind of just, like, took him in. Uh-huh. But then he also, like, held his own with the uncles and the aunts, you know? Because yeah. he's, he's just, like, a good guy. Like, a normal guy. Um But I went to Sarah and was like, dude, you didn't even, like, ease him into it? And she was like, no, if he's going to survive in this family, he's going to survive, like, on his own. I was like, oh, okay. And so, on, similarly, um, when I went to her bachelorette, I didn't know anyone. Mm -hmm. Because they were all her, like, college friends who I met maybe once or twice in college. Mm -hmm. But... Everyone like I didn't know anyone and so I went in and she kind of did the same thing with me as she did with Ben and was just like she expected me to get along with everyone on my own and I realized that She knew I could do it because I was social Mm -hmm. right or like quote-unquote extrovert whatever whatever definition right and so um, I remember I like shared a room with two of her friends from high school never met them and I like got to know them really well and then I got to know all the other girls really well. Like whatever table I sat at for for meals or whatever. Like I can socialize pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Um but near the end, one of the girls was like, Angela, you did so well. Like, not not so well, but she was like, I really gave you props because like at least the high school friends knew each other and the college friends knew each other and the sorority girl, you know, like mm-hmm. everyone knew each other, but you didn't really have anyone. And I was like I know, but I think Sarah knew that I could just get along with other people fine. Yeah. And so I was thinking for other individuals who don't consider them extroverts, like, would they find uh, something like that more daunting because they have to put so much effort into getting to know so many people at one time? Mm -hmm. Um, Like, is that a definition of extrovert in social? I think so, because I think that's daunting. I don't think I would have done that... Because that's just a group of people. Like, I feel like maybe I would have talked to one or two people. And if mm-hmm. I got along with them, I would have, like, clung to them. So in that mm-hmm. way, at least I'm social enough. But is that being a true extrovert and being social? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It's such a... I feel like it's such a vague... It is. ...description. And then everyone just tries to cram you into four letters. That yeah, exactly. You, you know, so and five love languages that tell you how to love people. <laughs> So um, the takeaway from this is don't give Connie a high five because it's not valuable to <laughs> I'd rather go on a trip, okay? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Or I think it's you should take this test and I felt like it was long. This is such a Angela long one. Angela just podcast. gasped because she saw how long it this was. This is the longest one we've done. Yeah. Oh, but man. you know what it is? I feel like this one kind of feels like one of our earlier ones where we just kind of talked. Does that make sense? I feel like more as we were doing more and more podcasts, we were like, okay, like let's talk about this, and we kind of like generate this—not a script, but something to go off of. But this one, we were really just like, let's just talk about this, and we just went with it. Yeah. So that's why this it's one like, was a lot more like... like this felt like I was just talking to you and exactly. I forgot that we were recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sorry, no one's. Gonna... <laughs> it's okay. I liked this one. Me fine. too, and I'm... it's also like I think now I want to retake the tests, Mm-hmm. even though clearly we got this takeaway that these tests don't define your personality Yes. but it's interesting to see how your personality changes can change right and it makes you think and it's so dependent on the situation you're in yeah like do you think in the situation you're in you changed or you stay the same and you just change your circumstances i think it tells a lot about you as a person so i challenge you to take those tests today <laughs> like it's a challenge or just if you're curious and want to know about yourself yeah it's kind of like the friendship thing where you reevaluate friendships like we were talking about it's like yeah. you reevaluate yourself and how you change it as a person too. i really shouldn't introduce this at one hour and eight minutes in but there's also another test about like there's different type i don't remember what it's called enneagrams
1: ana- oh heard angiograms
0: of no no what's an angiogram isn't that like a medical thing yeah <laughs> I was like, that's when they take they take an image of your artery. <laughs> oh my god! I know you're talking about the it, number. And neogra- yeah, it's like type one through six. Yeah, and it doesn't about your number. Jam you into this these categories. It talks more about how you perceive the world and how you react to different situations that you're placed in. Mm. So that we are not going into that. Yeah, because this would be like it's, three hours long. Yeah, but um. Go and, like, look into that if you're interested. Yeah. And then me and Connie will take it because I don't remember what type I am. Yeah. And then let us know. I like when people Insta message me and stuff about our podcasts. Yeah, it's and nice. let me know, too, even though I don't post about it. All right. Except, so. hi, Janice. I don't think she's going to listen. Hi, Janice. <laughs> hi, Janice, who listens to this one stuck in l LA traffic. <laughs> And hi, Hadju, who also listens to a stuck in LA traffic. (laughs) Oh my god, maybe they'll simultaneously be LA traffic friends. In LA traffic. Brings you together. It does. All right, we'll see you later. So long. That That was weird. That's your sign.